Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us on this Sunday morning as we talk about a classic Christian song and make sure we know what we're singing about. What does the song, Oh, for a Thousand Tongues to Sing, My Great Redeemer's Praise, mean? You've probably sung that yourself. I must admit, for years, I sang that song with a misunderstanding of what it sang. And I talked to my wife about it this morning, and she even gave me greater insight and understanding. And then I went to, to Googled it and went to Wikipedia and found out maybe I was right to start with. Let's look at what it says. This great song. Who was it written by? It's written by Charles Wesley, who wrote thousands of hymns. He was the brother of John Wesley. Two of them together founded the Methodist Church. Most of the credit's given to John as the preacher, Charles as the hymn writer. He wrote hymns so that people would remember uh, what they what what they were learning, and they would learn their theology and their understanding through that. Most of the people in the many of their converts were illiterate, and they taught them how to sing, and they taught them theology and write beliefs through song. And so this was their method of education. I might add, that's how we learn a lot today, too. I was thinking earlier this morning, you know, people listen to music and they say, like they listen to secular music, for instance, and they say they don't listen to the words, because uh, sometimes the words are pretty raunchy. They just like the beat. They like the music. But no, words get into your soul. And I was thinking, how do we know the ABCs? How do you know your ABCs? Well, it's because you learned the song, isn't it? That's how you know the order of them. You, you didn't just say them, you sang them. And by singing them, especially that elemental P part, you learn the order of those letters by song. Singing is a great way to learn. So we want to make sure that what we're singing is true and right, and we're filling our soul with truth the truth of God, I'll tell you, it lifts you up. You listen to the right music, it'll lift you up. You listen to the wrong music, you probably find yourself discouraged, depressed, heavy laden, kind of weighed down through the day. So that's why God music is God's gift, but the devil can use it too. Let's look at this song. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise, the glories of my God and King, the triumphs of His grace. Charles Wesley wrote this song on the one-year anniversary of his conversion. Now, as we go through this, there might be some different verses than you're used to singing. And I found different verses, different versions online, a different verse here or there, only to discover that originally this was a poem with 18 stanzas to it. So the original Oh, four thousand tongues had eighteen verses, and it, and this one that we sing now, oh, four thousand tongues, was verse number or stanza number seven. So there were six that were kind of uh, didn't make the cut before the song actually before the poem actually made it into writing. Oh, four thousand tongues. What does that mean? Now I used to think. And I tried to picture myself having a thousand tongues. I kind of had this thousand-tongued monster. And I thought to myself that Charles Wesley, he wants to praise the Lord so much and so greatly 
that he wishes he had more than just one tongue to praise the Lord. He wishes he had a thousand tongues to praise the Lord. And I kind of had this mental image of this thousand-tongued monster that could praise the Lord. And that's how I often thought of it. And then as the years went by, I began to think, this is kind of a song of evangelism. He's praying for a thousand converts. He's praying for a thousand people to be one to Christ that would praise God. And then this morning, my wife shared with me, well, really, how about Revelation 7? After these things, I looked and behold, a great multitude, which no one could count from every nation and all tribes and nations and, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and palm branches, were in their hands, and they cry out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So she thought, you know, from or for the verse from every tribe and tongue and nation, that, that he was praying for a thousand tribes, a thousand tongues, a thousand languages, the people of every language would be praising the Lord. What What's the right one? Well, you know what? Dare I say, I don't mean to be postmodern and let you interpret it however you want, but let me say, you interpret this one, you enjoy it the way you mean, the main way that it resonates with you, because now I've got all three. But it's interesting, when I went and read the story online, it says that it hearkened from a poem from a guy named, uh, from a fella who said, if I had a thousand tongues to praise the Lord, it would not be enough. So maybe I was right with my thousand-tongued monster. Maybe I was right to start with. But either one, oh, for a thousand tongues, whether we, whether it's like me, Lord, from my heart, I want to praise you more than I can give with one tongue, or whether it means I want to see a thousand converts or a thousand languages, whichever it means, might God give us all of them. Might God give us all three of those, amen, to sing our great Redeemer's praise. Remember, he'd been saved one year when he wrote this song. This He wrote it on the one-year anniversary of his conversion. The glories of my God and King, the triumphs of his grace. How about verses 2 and, two and 3? Uh, or I guess verse 3 there. Jesus, the name that charms our fears, that bids our sorrow cease. Tis music in the sinner's ears. Tis life and health and peace. I think I missed a song, a verse here. Let me read it from the hymn book. My gracious master and my God, assist me to proclaim, to spread through all the earth abroad the honors of thy name. That's the verse that made me start thinking it had to do with evangelism. Assist me to proclaim and spread through all the earth. That's the verse related to evangelism. Jesus, the name that charms our fears. Oh, he does that, doesn't he? He does that. Sometimes, you know, some of my favorite songs just have the name Jesus in them. Sometimes when we're in fear or worry or anxiety or, or stress, sometimes just reminding ourselves of the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's so many songs written about him. Jesus the name that charms our fears, that bids our sorrows cease. It's music in the sinner's ears. Tis life and health and peace. If you're a sinner today, if you're lost, if you're worrying, if you're anxious, if you're in fear, turn to Jesus Christ. He is the one who's got the answer.
He can, he can bring peace to you. He's the one who can solve the problems. In life, so many people, we try and solve it all on our own. Indeed, Charles Wesley, in relating to his conversion, for years he'd tried religion. He'd been very, very religious, he and his brother. But they weren't born again. They weren't converted. They weren't saved. They were religious without salvation. And it was when he understood the gospel. He'd actually been quite sick, and it was the Moravian missionaries who who tended to him on his sickbed, and they shared the gospel with him, and that's when he came to Christ. He breaks the power, next verse, he breaks the power of canceled sin. He sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the phallus clean. His blood availed for me. My friends, what an encouragement this verse is. It reminds us that our sin is broken, shall we say, positionally before God. But God has a victory to give us as well. Don't say that God forgave your sins and continue to walk on earth chained as a prisoner to sin. God wants you to be experiencing power and victory now. Not just one day when we get to heaven. Now. This is who we are. We're, we're, we're children of God. We're saints. We're holy now. And yet, if we don't really understand that and believe it, we won't experience it. And so my, he breaks the power of canceled sin. Don't let sin have power in your life. Allow, remember, and walk in that victory God gives you. Finally, hear him, ye deaf. His praise, ye dumb. Your loosened tongues employ. Ye blind, behold, your Savior come, and leap, ye lame, for joy. Again, just speaking of, you know, the blind see, the deaf speak, the, the deaf hear, the dumb speak, the, the lame leap. God does miracles when he gives us a new life, a new salvation. This is a song of praise to God, a song of conversion, a song of salvation, a song of evangelism. I, I think of this song as, as my campus ministry. The schools are back in session. My campus, I'll be out in campus here again soon. And I'm thinking, oh, God, for give me a thousand tongues to proclaim your glories and give a thousand new tongues to, to be saved, converted, and sing along. Amen? Father in heaven, we, we pray and bless you all that we had, all that every bit of us, every fiber of our being would praise our God. I pray, Father, that each one here today would be truly converted, would truly know the, the salvation and the, be filled with the joy of the Lord so that your praise flows through us and fills us even beyond what we can possibly do our, on our own. And Lord, we pray. We pray that you would use us and we pray and ask today for a thousand converts we pray for a thousand tongues and languages from every tribe and tongue and nation. We pray for world evangelism. Oh, Lord, the world needs you. We just see more and more and more how lost people are, how lost families are, how lost cultures are, and cities, nations. Uh, indeed, some churches seem to be lost, Lord. How we pray in Jesus' name for a great revival in our land. We cry out, Lord. That conversion that Charles Wesley and his brother John, as they went from just religion to true salvation, we pray, Father, for more and more of that in our land. Bring a revival, we pray. We give you praise with all of our tongue, with all of our heart, with all of our might.
In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining with me today. I hope you love this song. I hope you sing it out. You know, I hope that you sing it out. I hope that you praise the Lord with every five of your being. It'll make a difference for you. It does. When we praise God, our life changes. When we sing His praises, our life changes. As I said earlier, you sing the song of fools. You sing the song of the reprobate. You sing the song of depraved people. You sing the song of those who've gone far from God. It'll bring you down. Why do you think we begin with praise in church each Sunday? Because it prepares us. It lifts us. It prepares us to hear the word of God. Ours is a singing religion. Never forget it. God gave us music. Let's use it to glorify him. So thanks for joining me today. If you're new, welcome. I hope you come back and join us. We're here every day, 8.30 a.m. live on YouTube, or you can listen later in the day or even listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. I hope you join us regularly because we believe simple decisions, small decisions carried out consistently make big changes. This small thing, 15 minutes a day here to get in the Word together. Do it regularly. Your life will change. I guarantee it. The Word of God promises. So I love you guys. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And until we see you tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, fill you with joy and praise in Jesus' name. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.